Hello, my name is Pastor Michael E. Tom. I'm the senior pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Pauls Valley, Oklahoma. We're at 311 North Dunbar, 55 miles south of Oklahoma City. We want to welcome you to today's program. Today you're going to be listening to a word either from myself, my lovely wife Kimberly Eton, or associate minister at Bethlehem, or teacher. But before we get into word today, we just want to welcome those who are listening throughout our MySpace page at www.myspace.com backslash Pastor Michael Eton, that's E-A-T-O-N. Maybe listening through our church website at www.myspace.com hear God's word at Bethlehem.com or a podcast of the same name, hear God's word at Bethlehem or through our Women of the Divine Faith or other ministries all on the internet. Now, let's get into the word. Father God, we come right now praying, Father, that you will work and that you will move, Father. Praying, Father God, that we will hear a word from you, Father. Father, we're not concerned with hearing from a preacher. We want to hear from God. And Father, we pray that you will give us your word for this time, Father. We thank you, Father, and we praise your holy name. In Jesus' name, amen. And praise the Lord. Amen. And praise the Lord. Is that on? Okay. Today I want to share a message entitled, Stretch for the Future. Stretch for the Future. We're going to share on around three points as the Holy Spirit gives us utterance. We're going to talk about uh, stretch for the future. We're going to talk about strive for the future. And we're going to talk about strengthen for the future. Stretch for the future. Strive for the future. And strengthen the future. And we want Christians to know today that Christian, that the Christian church should strive for a better tomorrow. The Christian church should strive for a better tomorrow. Stretch for the future. I think the church is the only church, the only entity in our society that's really left behind. Um, We go to work in order to survive in our industry. We have to continue and perpetually prepare ourselves for the future. And as a result, uh, some of you who would have never had an email, you have an email because That's the way the world communicates. Uh, And you are challenged to stretch for the future. 
They don't care how old you are. They expect for you to learn and to stay current. Uh, and you can say, but I'm 65 years old. I, I don't want to learn about no computers. Hello, somebody. Uh, but in industry, we, we, we have to stretch for the future. We have to stay current in our times. And also, I, I don't mind having a doctor that's an older doctor. But in order to be on the cutting edge of healing, there are, are new techniques and technologies that are born each day or discovered each day. Amen. And if you have a doctor who stopped learning in 1954... <laughs> And, and we're now in 2012. Uh, I, I think you might be in trouble. Hello, somebody. So why is it that these same people that work in these unique industries come to the church house and act like they hadn't learned anything to help the church to grow. Why is it that we walk through the doors and, 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 and we are transformed back to 1950? Hello, somebody. In the church, many say, this is the way grandma used to do it. And if it was good enough for grandmama... It's good enough for me. Hello, somebody. This is the sanctuary that grandmama sit in. Hello, somebody. Talking about stretching for the future. Stretching for the future. It seems like everybody, especially if you're in business, business people stay current. Hello, somebody. Uh, they, got, they have a, a Twitter account. They have a Facebook account. They have everything they can communicate with to make some money. Hello, somebody. They, they, they stretch for the future. They stretch for the future. And, then, and parenthetically, that's why I have on my website. Our website is hear God's word at Bethlehem.com because .com means that we're in business. <laughs> Hello, somebody. I'm in business for the Lord, and it's, it's our job to reach this generation for the cause of Jesus Christ. Hello, somebody. And we're not going to be able to reach folk for the cause of Jesus Christ if we're left back in 1950. Hello, somebody. You, 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 you waiting on snail mail. <laughs> And, I, and all I have to do is email. Hello, somebody. <laughs> which, which, which technique do you want God to use? Snail mail or email? Hello, somebody. I want to know right now. I want to know in an instant. Hello, somebody. Why is it? The church is notorious for not even looking better than our homes. If we go into our own homes, hello, somebody. You, you walk up in the living room and you might see a, 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 a 64-inch television. Hello, somebody. 
Hello, somebody. You see real good carpet. Oh, oh, oh the, the, the air is really nice and cold. Uh, I don't want to meddle nobody. Oh, 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 and everything is, is, is new. We're, and we always want to get something new. We always want to build on something new in our own house. Hello, somebody. But, 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 but when it comes to the church house, uh, oh, you're satisfied with, 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 with having a building that was built in 1948. Hello, somebody. Uh, I'm not meddling to you, Macedonia. I'm meddling Bethlehem. Hello, somebody. Oh, and I'm meddling every church that's, that's not in the new times. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. We must, uh, oh, treat our church at least as good as we treat our households. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. We're talking about stretching for the future. God wants to, oh, let me say this word. Let me say this word. Church folk don't like to hear this word. God wants to do something new. I can go ahead and leave out the door. (laughs) I ain't mean to cause any problems, Reverend Roberts. I can leave now. But God wants to do something new in this generation. He moved for grandmama because grandmama depended upon him. Hello, somebody. Why are we depending upon the move of God for grandmama as opposed to depending on the move of God for us? Hello, somebody. He, oh, oh, the Bible does say that he's the same God yesterday, today, and forever. In other words, you can't outrun God. Hello, somebody. You can't out-technology God. You, you can't out-Twitter God. Hello, somebody. <laughs> We're talking about stretching for the future. But you say, preacher, we're in a recession. Why should we stretch? Preacher, oh, we don't, we don't even have a pastor. Preacher, why should we stretch? Preacher, oh, don't you know how much gas prices are? Preacher, oh, preacher, oh, oh preacher, uh, that van that, 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 that was, that was a 1978 van is, it was good enough for grandmama. I don't mean the metal. I'm talking about stretching for the future. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, oh neighbor, we've got to stretch for the future. Or say to your other neighbor, neighbor, oh neighbor, we've got to stretch for the future. No excuses. No excuses. This text, Isaiah 54, is spoken to a woman who had a barren time. She was a woman that couldn't have a, a child, which was a, a, a thought you would thought to have been a curse if you can't have a child. And, and God uses this analogy of the barren woman who bore no child and saying that you were under a curse. And everybody thought and thought that you were cursed. Everybody thought that you were left out. Everybody thought that you were picked out to be picked on. Everybody thought that there was nothing good in your life. Everybody thought Oh, that there could be nothing good that would come from you. Everybody thought, and he says, oh, barren woman, it's time for you to praise the Lord. Yeah. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, 
Oh neighbor, praise the Lord up in here. He says, burst into song, shout for joy for you, for you who've never been in labor. Oh, because more of the children of the desolate woman than of those who have a husband, says the Lord. God is saying and talking about his ability to be a redeemer. We learned about that this morning in our church. Oh, about how God can redeem some things. It seems like the church is dead. It seems like nobody wants to go to church. It seems like oh, people just want to hear those television preachers just telling them all good news. It seems like, oh pastor, that your church won't grow. It seems like that the deacons can't get along. It seems like oh, it's a desolate time in a desolate place. But my God says that he's a redeemer and he can redeem you. He can redeem your church. He can cause revival in this place. Macedonia. Oh, you have lived 78 years. But what if God says that your future is brighter than your past? Say to your neighbor, neighbor, or neighbor, your future is brighter than your past. So stretch for the future. Stretch for the future. Stretch for the future. And then after he says that, he gets to the text that we're looking at today in verse 2. He told him, enlarge the place of your tent. Stretch your tent curtains wide. And do not hold back. Lifting your cords, strengthen your stakes. He says to them, stretch for the future. He says, prepare for the harvest that God is about to produce in the life of this ministry. Prepare. Oh, you've got to prepare. You've got to build. Hello, somebody. That's another curse word for a lot of churches. Build. Preacher Bill, you talking about Bill? Don't you know we're in a recession? Hey, God says uh, to build. Hello, somebody. We heard in the in the history, which was one of the best histories I've ever heard, by the way, preacher. That was a wonderful rendering of that history about how the pastor is collecting all up stuff and, and he's ready to what? To, to build. Hello, somebody. Bethlehem, you, you know about building because we have a building commit. Hello, somebody. And we're getting prepared to stretch for the future. Say to your neighbor again, neighbor. Oh, neighbor, you better stretch for the future. You, you have to do this. And you have to do it by faith. Hello, somebody. This was by faith because you heard how dire the situation was uh, as he talked to the barren woman. You can't get no dire than that. You can't get, oh, in no sadder place uh, than that. And God says, uh, oh, out of the barrenness uh, of your ministry, God says, uh, out of the barrenness uh, of your marriage, God says, uh, out of the barrenness of your bank account, God says, uh, out of the barrenness uh, of the tribulation and trials, that you're going to. God says, oh, to stretch in Jesus' name. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, oh, neighbor, you better stretch up in here, up in here, up in here, up in here. 
you better stretch. He says, enlarge the place of your tent. In other words, he's trying to give the church or the people of God in this text a vision as well as the church of God in our day and time, a vision. And the Bible says in Proverbs 29, 18, where there is no vision, the people what? Perish. But he that keepeth the law Happy is he. God is trying to give you Macedonia a vision. And he sent this big mouth preacher to make it plain. Oh, you won't leave here. Oh, not knowing. Oh, that it's time for you to build. You won't leave here not knowing that it's time to prepare. You won't leave here not knowing that you need and you should want something better than what you have. You won't leave here not knowing that God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above uh, anything that you ask uh, or anything that you can imagine it's time to stretch for the future give God a hand clap of praise up in here up in here enlarge 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 seem like a lot of traditional churches don't like uh, that word enlarge we want to just stay the same Hello, somebody. We wanna we wanna stay small. But don't you know that anything that's not growing is what? Dead. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Let me say that again. Because we act like it's bad for the church to grow. Oh, the text that you said the Lord added to the church. Hey, hello, somebody. And he says, I want to add some, some folk to this church. But guess what? You don't have enough room. Are you not ready with the room that you have? Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. God says, stretch for the future. Enlarge the place of your tent. Catch this vision. God's trying to give you a vision. Because when you have a vision, the people won't perish. Hello, somebody. The people will do anything if they don't have something to work forward to. Hello, somebody. When we come together on one accord, oh, in one mind, in one heart, in one stretch for the future. Hello, something or somebody. Proverbs 29, 18, and the, the, the Bible word says, without a prophetic vision, people run wild. Hello, somebody. <laughs> I didn't say without a pathetic vision. Hello, somebody. Some, some of our churches have a pathetic vision. You don't want to do nothing. You want to stay the same. You don't ever want to change. Oh, it's a pathetic vision. Hello, somebody. God says and talks about a pro- prophetic vision, which means that you, by faith, have to look into the future of what God God is trying to tell you to do and you've got to grab hold to it. Don't you know that that's what faith is? Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. And if you want to do something, if you want to do and build something new, you've got to stretch for it. In Jesus' name. Stretch for the future. Not only do you stretch for the future, but you strive for the future. Hello, somebody. And the church is is another place where we have people in positions and they ain't doing nothing. Hello, somebody. 
I don't mean the metal. <laughs> but in the corporate environment, if you have a position, guess what? You, you better be able to live up to that position or what? Or what? Hey, you going you gonna to go. Yeah, you're going to get fired. It's called a severance package. Hello, somebody. <laughs> and we got people around the church. Oh, giving God their leftovers. Hello, somebody. They come and they sing in the church and they, God is a good God. God is a good God. God is a good God. You follow them to their car and they crank on all that hip hop music and they be, yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, that Jay Z stuff and be going with it. Got the music turned up, mumbling in the church. Hello, somebody. <laughs> I don't mean the metal. <laughs> they usually mean I mean the metal, but I don't mean the metal. <laughs> oh, the text says, do not hold back. Hello, somebody. If you're going to sing for the Lord, sing for the Lord. Open your mouth and sing for the Lord. Hello, somebody. If you're going to preach, preach the word. Preach up. Hello, somebody. I said, if you're going to preach, preach the word. Preach. I didn't say preach, Dr. Phil, or preach Oprah. Uh-oh, he said, preacher, you lost me. You lost me. I love that own network. You lost me, preacher. <laughs> what you do for Christ. Don't you realize that the only thing that you do, the only thing that done for Christ will last. Hello, somebody. And we come and give God a lousy service. Hello, somebody. Ooh, let me, should I say this? Let me say, Lord, let me pray on the spot and say, should I say this? We got a building committee that's been building, uh, trying to build for 50 years. You put, the, you put it together 50 years ago. What's, what's happening now? God says, oh, if you're going to do it, do it. Hello, somebody. Stop playing with it. If you're going to do it, do it. Stretch for the future. Do not hold back. Oh, what you do for God. Oh, do not hold back. Do it to the best of your abilities or get somewhere and sit down. Hello, somebody. (laughs) Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. God deserves our best. Why do we give him our leftovers? Hello, somebody. And when it comes to tithing or giving to the vision of God, oh, you think, oh, I want to give no 10% and dime on a dollar? Man, I'm going to take this dime and go to the casino. I might win something. <laughs> Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. If you're going to do it, do it for the Lord. Oh, and you've got to do it financially. That's the number one area. If you want to see that you're serious for doing things for the Lord, don't hold back your pocketbook. Open it up in Jesus' name. Hello, somebody. You open it up for the thunder. Hello, somebody. 
You open it up for the sooners. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Yeah, I ain't giving dollars. Hello, somebody. I don't think the thunders even accepted. Hello, somebody. I don't think the sooners go there and say, I want to go in. I want to see the game. Yeah. Here, here, here's a dollar. <laughs> it don't work like that. And guess what? Y'all know I'm from Texas. And in Texas, they don't accept the dollar either. Hello, somebody. <laughs> you got to, oh, if you're going to do what God tells you to do, do it and don't hold back. Do it with all of your might in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. And pastors and preachers, uh, oh, you've got to cast this vision, uh, even though it may seem like uh, it's not going to happen, even though it seems like uh, that your church is going through a depression, even though, but guess what Habakkuk 2 and 3 says, uh, for the vision is yet for the appointed time, uh, it hastens towards uh, the goal and will not fail, though it tarries, uh, wait for it, uh, I said, though it tarries, Wait for it, for it will suddenly come. It will not delay. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, poor neighbor, trust in the Lord with all your might. And that's what you got to do if you want to stretch for the future. That's what you got to do if you want to strive for the future. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. The vision is yet for the appointed time. And it hastens towards to go. And it will not fail. Though it tarries, what? Wait for it. Hello, somebody. Preachers, wait for it. Continue to cast the vision. Oh, and don't cast it all week. Say, the Lord want us to build today. The Lord want us to build can you give a dollar for the building committee? Just put a dollar in the plate and we'll be able to do it. No, 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 no. Stand up behind the sacred pulpit and preach the word. It said, thus says the Lord. He's the same God yesterday. What did he do yesterday? He spoke out or stepped out into nothing and made something out of nothing just by his word. Hello, somebody. Ex nihilo. And that's one of my favorite words because that means I really don't have to have anything. All I have to do is have faith. Because as Bethlehem, we learned this morning that the Lord is our portion. Hello, somebody. If I don't have a portion to give, Lord, oh, you be my portion. Hello, somebody. We're talking about stretching to the future. Oh, we're talking about stretching or striving for the future. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, oh, neighbor, you've got to strive for this thing. You've got to strive for it. I've been, I've been wondering and loving the Olympics and, we, and we've been seeing some stories about a Olympic athletes that's been stretching and striving to win the goal. I think her name is Alice Allison Felix. I think that's her name. Oh, she went to one Olympics and she got silver. Oh, she had to wait another four years and went to that Olympics and got silver and she had to wait another four years. Oh, but oh, about two 
two days ago. Oh, she was stretching for the future. She was striving for the future. And about two days ago, she not only won one go, but she's got three now. Hello, somebody. Because she stretched for it. She works for it. Hello, something. Nothing worth doing is going to be done easily, by the way. And that's why you've got to stretch. And that's why you've got to strive. Because it may not be done easy, but the reward is well worth it. In Jesus' name. God has sent us here today just to strengthen you for the future. We said enlarge the place of your tent. Stretch. Your tent curtains wide. Do not hold back. Listen your cause. And he says what? Strengthen your stakes. Hello somebody. Hello somebody. God has sent me here today to help some folk become strengthened. Because the reason why you can't hold tie into the vision of God is because you're under the circumstances and the devil has you right where he wants you. And you have given up on your own house, let alone the household of the Lord. But God has sent me here today to tell you to get from out from under the circumstances. Don't you know who the God is that you serve? Hello, somebody. I don't care what the doctors say. Get off from under the circumstances. I don't care what your bank account say. Get off from under the circumstances. I don't care how you feel in your body. You think I felt like preaching? I already preached this morning. Spinning on top of my head. <laughs> you got to be, you got to depend on God's strength. And you can't let nobody, as the old folk used to say, turn me around, turn me around, turn me around. Ain't gonna let nobody turn me around. Hello, somebody. I held that note pretty good, then I quiet. But you say, stick to my gear. <laughs> oh, God is here for you to get up. Oh, and get busy for the work of the Lord. Get up and get busy. He wants to strengthen you today. You can make it past. You can make it. It seems like you're preaching and nobody's listening. It seems like you're casting a vision and nobody's listening it seems like you can make it deacons oh as you are striving for the household of the Lord and it seems like nobody wants to be obedient to the word of God you can make it deacons you can make it members and you walk up in here and it's Sunday school and ain't nobody there but you you can make it because God has sent me here to strengthen your cards today to just give you a yank hello somebody and say snap out of it (laughs) say to your neighbor neighbor oh neighbor snap out of it hello somebody you better pull your car pull your neighbor's car snap out of it preacher snap out of it (laughs) hello somebody God says he can do anything that you ask him to. God says that in it there's nothing impossible with God. Hello, somebody. Say to your neighbor, neighbor. Oh, neighbor. 
nothing impossible with God in Jesus name and if you know that nothing is impossible with God and you need to start to stretch for the future you need to start to strive for the future you need to start strengthening for the future in Jesus name I'm so glad that Jesus Christ would stretch for our future. Yeah. On that night, when he prayed in that garden of Gethsemane, he would have to stretch. And he would stretch by what? By prayer. Hello, somebody. That's what your theme scripture is, a fellowship built on prayer. He would stretch by prayer. Oh, God was calling him to do something that had never been done before. God was calling him to do something that he didn't even want to do in his own flesh. But he had to stretch. And the word that would help most of us stretch is, Father, not my will, but but thy will be done. Oh, if we could get some church folk, uh, oh, to understand the meaning of that prayer, oh, they'd be able to stretch and to strive and to strengthen when they realize uh, that this work uh, is not about me. Uh, This work uh, is about the Lord. Uh, This work uh, is about spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ uh, throughout all nations uh, and more generations. Uh, Oh, Jesus, uh, in that garden of Gethsemane, uh, had to stretch and he said not my will but thy will be done and after he said that he stretched a little more he stretched on and he was tried for crimes that he didn't commit and he was stretched a little more they put a crown of thorn on his head and he was stretched a little more and they beat him and mocked him and scorned him and he was stretched a little more oh they put a cross uh, on his back uh, and he was stretching uh, to carry that cross Uh, I said he was stretching uh, to carry that cross uh, for my future he stretched uh, to carry that cross Uh, he strived uh, to carry that cross Uh, he strengthened uh, to carry that cross Uh, and he took that cross uh, to a hill called Golgotha and they laid him out uh, and stretched him wide Uh, did I say stretch him wide 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 oh did I say stretch him wide he had to stretch to carry that cross he had to stretch to carry that cross oh and not only that he had to stretch to die cause they couldn't take his life I said he had to stretch to die cause they couldn't take his life and he gave up the ghost uh, and stretched towards heaven uh, and they put his body in a borrowed tomb uh, stretched his body out uh, in that tomb uh, as he stretched uh, as the lamb of God uh, he stretched uh, as the lamb of God uh, but I'm so glad uh, that my God uh, has the power to keep stretching uh, for on the third day 
I said on the third day, he stretched out of his grave in Jesus' name. I said on the third day, I said on the third day, he stretched out of the grave. Oh, and stepped over death in the grave. Oh, and because he stretched, oh, you can stretch today if you do not know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Why don't you stretch your way to the altar and give your life to Jesus Christ. What a wonderful way to celebrate 78 years is to give your life to Jesus Christ. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, oh neighbor, I'm going to stretch my way in Jesus' name. Hello again, this is Pastor Michael Eaton. I've been your host for today's program. And before we sign off, we just want to make sure that you have a personal relationship with God. You know, many people are waiting to have a personal relationship with God. They're waiting because they're trying to clean up their life or get right with God to stop smoking or cursing before they come to the house of the Lord. And you know what I tell them? There's nothing that you can do or stop doing that would make you right for a relationship with God. The thing that you must do, however, is take God's provision. You see, in order to get right with God, you have to meet him on his terms, and his terms is Jesus Christ. The Bible said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. And the Bible says that we have all sinned and come short of the glory of God. But the Bible also said that God demonstrated his love towards us and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died. God's only son, God's love, Christ died for us. So in order to get right with God, you have to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And you can do that today by praying this simple prayer. Dear God, I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus, and I believe in my heart that Jesus died for sins was buried and rose again on the third day. Dear God, come into my life, come into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Amen. And praise the Lord. If you pray that prayer for the first time, then the angels in heaven are rejoicing for now you are a child of the living King. Because you're a child of the living king, you have to find God's family, and that's what the church is. The church is God's family here on earth. We love, believe by faith that you've been born to the household of faith here at Bethlehem. Again, we're at 311 North Dunbar in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma, 55 miles south of Oklahoma City. We'd love to see you in our services. If you're listening throughout the world, listening throughout the United States, Canada, United Kingdom, or even China. We're going to pray that God will deliver you to a Bible-believing, Bible-teaching, Bible-living church where you can grow up in the things of God. We want to thank you once again for listening. And again, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you need to find a church home, a baby born. Needs to be a baby born in the family. Because babies can't make it on their own. And if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you are a spiritual baby. You must find a church home. 
Again, we want to thank you for joining us today. And I'm going to give us a final benediction. A benediction is a final blessing. Father God, we thank you, Lord, and we pray in Jesus' name that you would bless everyone at the sound of my voice, especially the new children of God. Deliver them safely to a church home and put your hedge of protection around us all. Keep us safe from our harm and danger until we meet again, either here in Cyber Church or in the service. We thank you, Father God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hello again. This and is Pastor Mike Tom, the, the senior Lord. pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Pauls Valley, Oklahoma. We want to take this opportunity to see if God used this message in your heart. If if your life has changed, if God really has spoke to you and touched your heart and changed the moment in your life, we just want to thank God for how he's working in your life, but we also want to take this opportunity to see if we can get you to sow a seed in the life of our church. Right now, we're entering into a building program, and we've called in this program Vision to Reality. And this is phase one of our building program, and I've told many of our members, you know, I may not serve at a mega church, but I do serve a mega God. Not living in a mega city. This is Paul's Valley. But we serve a mega God because we're heard all over the United States and different countries and kingdoms. And we're believing that God owns the cattle on a thousand hills where you are. And if you take a moment and go to our church website at www.hearGodsWord at Bethlehem.com. And you can hear it. Uh, tap the link on the MySpace page or... Uh, just go to the front page of our website at www.hearGodsWord at Bethlehem.com and scroll to the bottom there. You'll see Vision to Reality, and that's where you can give to the building. And we, we want to do it kind of just like Obama did. And he raised his funds. It was just people, ordinary, everyday people, $25 that helped him to raise millions of dollars in a economy that people were saying that is depressed. I think that's... God. And I believe God can do it for us. And we want you to give. Once again now, if God has touched and moved and worked in your life as a result of you listening to this ministry, we want you to give to vision to reality and help us to make our building here in Paul's Valley, state of the arts, build a reality because you've taken time to give 25, 50, 10 100 and you may be able to do more whatever god is laying on your heart we need you so we can build this vision to a reality may god bless you and keep you is my prayer again go to the website www.heargodsword.com